Joseph's Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is the 2019 holiday fashion choice for Music Theater Works in Evanston and the swan song of retiring stage director Rudy Hogan-Miller. The upbeat Vegas-style variety show extravaganza, commonly known as Joseph, is an early effort and, in my mind, the least refined of the blockbuster musicals of composer Andrew Lloyd Webber and lyricist Tim Rice but nonetheless enjoys wide acclaim and provides an evening's worth of solid, cheerful entertainment. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com, where you can read this review and more. If you need video production for your business or organization, check out RenoWeb.net. And if you need an accompanist or you're interested in making music of your own, check out LakeshoreMusicStudio.com, specializing in piano lessons for all ages, located a few blocks from Lakeshore Drive in the Gold Coast Old Town Lincoln Park area. On some level, one of my favorite experiences at Music Theater Works is listening to the overture. Linda Madonia, who has served in the past as assistant conductor and pianist for this company, leads the Music Theater Works Orchestra which is, as always, a joy to listen to. Choreographer Clayton Cross steals the show with his exceptionally well-performed cast and dance crew who keep this production constantly in motion. Based on an Old Testament Bible story, Joseph, played by Brian Aker, is the favorite son of Hebrew patriarch Jacob and is given a beautiful coat of many colors by his father, sending his 11 brothers into a jealous conspiracy to be rid of him. Compounding his trouble is Joseph's gift of prophecy, in which he suggested his own ultimate superiority over his brothers, resulting in his being kidnapped and sold into slavery by his siblings, as an attempt to change their fate. However, as fate would have it, this only leads to the fulfillment of Joseph's rise to power. Narrator Samantha Bien opens the play by introducing the story, Sunday school style, to a group of children who remain on stage as a chorus throughout the production. Bian returns periodically to advance the storyline and provide continuity. Tommy Thurston's Elvis imitation as the Pharaoh is a crowd pleaser, and Music Theater Works veteran John Cardoni hams it up in a good way as Potiphar, the local prince or chieftain, who gives Joseph his first big break in Egypt before the lad is undermined by Potiphar's wife, who can't keep her hands off the attractive young man. Acker is perfectly typecast and does yeoman's work in the title role, but does not dominate the production. This is very much an ensemble with no one performer really soaking up all of the light. Each of the 24 or so campy musical numbers are performed tongue-in-cheek in various genres, including standard ballad, pop rock, folk, country, and others, which make this a kind of vaudeville-style review that harkens back more to the musicals of the 1920s and 30s than those of the 50s and 60s. For regular listeners of this podcast, my first reaction was this is very much like the pantomime style of Bluebeard referenced in my last episode, Burning Bluebeard. Then I came to know when reading a recent article in The New Yorker about his recently released biography that Lloyd Webber is actually a fan of the pantomime style, which is a British Christmas tradition, and that Joseph was originally conceived as a year-end theatrical for a London middle school, so that there would be plenty of songs to sing and plenty of parts for everyone. So this turns out to be part of the genius of Andrew Lloyd Webber, who's credited by many for saving musical theater in the 1970s by introducing more contemporary and diverse musical sounds combined with epic stories. 
I must confess that personally I was a rabid fan of Jesus Christ Superstar, but came slowly to the rest of his works, with the exception of Evita, which I also liked right from the beginning. So with this confession comes the fact that this is the first time I've seen Joseph from start to finish. In spite of its popularity, I don't feel there's any one breakout musical number on the level of Don't Cry For Me Argentina from Evita, Memory from Cats, or I Don't Know How To Love Him from Jesus Christ Superstar. My personal favorite in Joseph was Those Canaan Days, in which the brothers lament their hard times while considering that maybe Joseph was not so bad after all. This is done in a French bistro style, like a sad drinking song. It seems the composer revisits this idea with the drunken apostles and superstar, and is in keeping with his style of irreverent humor. Any Dream Will Do is the finale number and does a good job of leaving the audience in an optimistic mood. The multi-level set design by Jacqueline and Richard Penrod, augmented by the lighting design of Andrew H. Myers, provides visual drama and needed space for this large-scale spectacle. Robert Kuhn's costumes are also spectacular, beginning with Joseph's flamboyant multicolored outerwear, the brothers' nomadic desert apparel, and including the slinky and tastefully naughty gowns of the ladies of the Pharaoh's court. After all, it's good to be king. In the light of today's penchant for sexual parody, it may be challenging for some to reconcile what might be interpreted as misogynistic overtones. This is, however, a play based on a male-dominated Old Testament story written in the height of the 1960s go-go era, think Austin Powers. So at this point, must be understood in the context of a period piece. There are no significant female roles, and in fact, the one role of Mrs. Potipar is that of a seductress, while the narrator is portrayed in the traditional role of teacher. Other women appear as wives and concubines. This was not considered unconventional at the time. Bringing attention to this issue may be criticized as taking the fun out of seeing this show, but it's one of the challenges for a company like Music Theatre Works, whose mission is to champion beloved musical theater productions, many of which may be in conflict with current cultural sensibilities. Perhaps it's unfair to project this burden onto a local theater company, but as we hope to introduce this theater genre to a younger audience, we need to be prepared to address what may be construed as inconsistencies and be ready to make this a teachable moment if necessary. Joseph's Amazing Technicolor Dream Coat is presented by Music Theater Works at the Conn Auditorium, 600 Emerson Street, Evanston, through December 31, 2019. Running time is about two hours with a 15-minute intermission. For ticket information, visit musictheaterworks.com or call 847-920-5360. This is Reno Levison, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com, asking you to be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast and or our website to be notified when new content is added. If you need video production for your business or organization, check out renoweb.net. And if you need an accompanist or you're interested in making music of your own, check out lakeshoremusicstudio.com, specializing in piano lessons for all ages, located just a few blocks from Lakeshore Drive in the Gold Coast, Old Town, Lincoln Park area. So let's sign off with just a little bit more music from Joseph's Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, presented by Music Theater Works in Evanston. Hey,